and you are listening to another episode of Assurance in Action, the podcast that covers key assurance topics brought to you by Intertech. My name is Jessica D'Amico, and today I'm joined by Sandra Meixner, the Intertech Global Program Manager for ATIC Food Authenticity Services, and Jürgen Schlusser, a food authenticity expert with over 30 years of industry experience. They're here to talk about the development of the vegan food industry. Sandra, do you want to take it from here? Yes, thank you, Jessica. And Jürgen, so great to hear you. I thought of you uh, at the weekend. Yeah, hello, Sandra. <laughs> Hi. You know, I've been in a supermarket and guess what I saw? They are selling vegan potting soil. <laughs> and I thought that was fascinating. It's crazy. <laughs> and you're and, doing and, these audits. Can you tell me what it is? Do you have any idea what that means? <laughs> and you, you have to take a look inside in, in your potting foil. There are some earthworms and beetles, bugs, ants. It's, it's crazy, crazy. You know, we have done together a lot of audits. Oh, I have done it for, for Intertech, of course, and um, found really some crazy things. And the most people are don't know what they are doing exact. So see there they are some labels on bottles or glasses and glued with a bone glue. And they said, hey, the, the bone glue is not in the product, so it doesn't matter. Hey, come on. Vegan means that you need any piece of an of an animal, including the bones. Or or see some 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 caps for, for the bottles. Inside is a little bit lord from pigs. So then it's goes easier on the bottle so and it's it's the same so it doesn't matter it counts goes don't goes in in the product or see um i have visited a company which is producing frozen ready meals so normal ready meals and vegan ready meals and like then for, I found, in airplanes or something like that yeah 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 yeah, it's, ah, and for for the supermarkets, and they are producing normal meals and and vegan meals and have the and, and tomato sauce. And when I go in the warehouse, I, I saw this canisters. Yeah, it looks like really the same. So here's the tomato sauce for the normal product, <laughs> and there is the, the tomato sauce for the vegan product. And then I called them, hey, how there can be a mistake. You you take the the the. Uh, uh, um, tomato sauce for the bolognese sauce with milk and with meat flavors and put it on the vegan product. No, I never do it. Yeah, they will do it. So it, it, it's it's easy to make a an, an mistake with that. Or see, then um, I, I told you ne next week I have a new product with a, with a wise produ wine producer and uh, in one of the audit there, there was a an, an wine farmer which are buying wine uh, in, in a tanker truck. Yeah? And I asked him, do you control all the farmers who uh, prepare the wine because the wine is filtered? Yeah, sometimes it's filtered and sometimes they clarify it with milk protein. And this wine company didn't know how they clean the wine. So this is crazy. And on the bottle is written that is a vegan wine, but it's not correct. Huh? It's it's so much more than only the ingredients from, from what I hear. And that makes it a little bit difficult to as a consumer. To, to really understand for tomato sauce or if you don't look too deep uh, should be vegan but there can be very 
uh, very difficult yeah. or complex things that don't lead to a vegan claim, right? Yeah, right. You don't know where the product comes from. Yeah, it's only written something and behind are some animal products behind what, what is mixed, uh, it comes from or whatever. And But but the, the vegan people don't want that, that anything from an animal uh, took place in our food. Yeah. yeah, and even and, not the glue for the label, you're right. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense to me. And it, it's not so, so easy to find it out. You, you need really a lot of experience if you make an audit by, by this kind of company. So I have, yeah, I've spoken about bottles, about ready meals, about wine, about chocolate, whatever you know. Yeah, if you go through, through this company, you have to follow the normal, normal production way. So incoming goods, yeah, what they are doing there. Uh, very often I ask for, have you an allergen management? Yeah, or how, how you make the separation between the, the normal product and the wean product and, and uh, how you declare the, 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 the uh, allergens and vegans. So, and, and then I see the really, they take care. All specifications are done and I have an, an, an very exact specification that this raw material is for, for vegan products or they have nothing. So then everything is crowded, yeah, and you can see that directly by incoming goods. And during the production, yeah, I will ask for cleaning. Yeah, clean. yeah I have cleaned. Yeah, how do you test the cleaning? Yeah, with my eyes. Oh, not correct. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they don't know that only some molecules of, of milk, yeah, and, and then you have not a vegan product. But you can't see this little bit of milk. Yeah. And this and is you a can test it. This is not enough. No. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately. So you see, um, a lot of experience guide us um, to this really vegan products. But I'm not really happy with the orders what we have done in the past because we have done it very often only one time. And this is, um, yeah. You see the production only only one time in the whole life, and uh, one year later they, they, they build up new, absolutely new production line or take new raw materials from new suppliers from new countries, and uh, you, you are not really sure that is a really vegan product too, like in the past. So that makes me a little bit sad. So from my point of view, we need a lot of more audits and auditors. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we gained this experience over the last years and the problematic thing about vegan is that there's no really legal binding definition, almost nowhere in the world. And everybody has uh, their own definition or um, even more stronger or not so strong. But I think in general, the approach that we had um, to have a combination of these different services like a pre-questionnaire uh, audits or inspections on site and, uh, and also some testing – in general, that makes sense, but then, then on a on a more regular level, and uh, as you said, uh, it's so important to be on site and to understand even details that you can't yeah. find in a specification. Yeah. 
I remember only only one company, they are producing chocolate. And uh, of course, they have milk chocolate, hazelnut chocolate and dark chocolate in uh, the production side. And they call me because they know that there is a little bit milk in the dark chocolate. And they want to produce vegan chocolate and ask me, please take plague as our first production uh, to be sure that really there is no milk in this vegan chocolate. And I found out that in this production line, there are some small areas where the milk comes from. Okay, it, it was not so much. Yeah, I sent samples in, in your lab in Bremen and, and mm -hmm. we found out it's one, uh, under 100 ppm. So that's, from my point of view, it, it was okay. But this is a nice project. Yeah, the company was not sure that this chocolate is really a vegan chocolate and called uh, one guy here, control it, please. And then um, they are on the safe side. But the most companies are producing something. Hmm? So from my point of view, this is a combination about inspection, audits, and a strong partner in the background who is able to find out what they are really using in their production. Is there anything from an animal inside or not? So, and in this combination, we are on the safe side. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I mean, you could do smaller inspections during a certain period of time and then have re-audits again. Yeah, And yes. do some mystery yes. shopping, really independent from, from any... Of course, this will from be any great. input. Uh, yeah, yeah that, I like that idea. And we have crossed that topic of allergens. I mean, from a food safety point of view, we are quite safe on with vegan um, with, in terms of cross-contaminations and so on. But if that substance is then milk again, um, it's getting more difficult and, and risky, I think, uh, because if somebody who has an allergy and thinks vegan is good because I can avoid uh, animal products um, and then you have traces of milk, this, this could also lead into a more problematic case. Yeah, but this is a very big problem because if, if you have an allergy problem with milk and then you thought, oh, I can, can uh, eat a vegan product because uh, mm -hmm. milk is a void, but, but there is a little bit milk. And, and maybe it's too much for, for, for an allergy for, an uh, for, yeah. Yeah, for somebody who has a problem with it. But unfortunately, it's not easy to avoid the whole milk, especially by chocolate, because they are chocolate. not able to yeah. yeah to clean it with water like in the, in the normal productions. Yeah, they, they they can clean it only with with cacao butter, and it's it's very very expensive. And I've seen they, they clean it eight hours. The line clean eight out uh, eight hours with, with, with chocolate butter, um, and at the end you find 10 ppm of milk after eight hour cleaning. So it's not so easy, really. So this is a little bit mystery because there is no really rules behind how much milk or other uh, uh, um, uh, meat products uh, can, be, can be in our food or not. Yeah, but I think you're with you together, we could set a pretty good standard for this, which is uh, good and applicable for, for this type of topic. And need it to avoid some uh, labeling of, of uh, things that are not really working uh, behind yeah, the but scenes. If you, 
if you want to to like work uh, for vegan products all over the world, at first we have to train a lot of our detours. They have to have the, the same experience like us. Yeah, to, yeah, they have to go through total different production side, like milk and meat and pills and powders and pizza and whatever. So and. Uh, uh, at the end, then you are able to find out where are the mystery things on this production line or by incoming goods <laughs> or finished products. Really. <clears throat> and of course, uh, to take samples everywhere or to make step control through the productions uh, to find out where it comes really from. Like, like in the chocolates. This was really a very, very nice product because we go step by step and on every step we, we take a sample, control it in your lab and then we know where it comes from. So, God for us, easy. Yeah, that comes additionally and I, I think that's a good approach to, to understand that together with the customers when it's happening and we have a lot of companies now that are going on vegan products uh, not only meat companies also others and then it's natural the, the cross-contamination can happen yeah and see not only food see all our clothes our shoes yeah, oh, yeah or right. potting foil <laughs> potting foil I've seen vegan charcoal <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was wondering so if you can only grill mice uh, with vegan charcoal but okay that's a different topic <laughs> um, yeah I think there, there are a lot of possibilities. If you really want to produce everything without something from the animal, it is possible to do it, including potting foil. Why not? Yes, why not? Thank you both for your time. If you're interested in learning more about the development of the vegan food industry, please follow the links in the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us and follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter.